from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are live from America. It is 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, so you know what that means. We call it Live at 5. And I'm so happy that you guys uh, join in every day, twice a day. It's uh, it's it's definitely uh, a lot of work to do two shows a day, but we need to do two, two shows a day. There's no way we could cover all of this with one show a day. And it's all because of you guys, the likes, the shares. If you're just joining in or if you've been waiting in the room, please click that thumbs up button. We always want to match how many people are watching with how many likes we have. And this is a great time, ladies and gentlemen, as I give shout outs to copy the link and share it to your Facebook pages and your other platforms where I'm not allowed to be anymore, apparently. Denise Young, how you doing? Thank you very much. Uh, we have Patricia Burns. We have Teresa uh, Teresa. Shelly in, in the building from Utah. Thank you, Teresa, for joining in from Utah. Great state there. Love Mike Lee. Stacy Mooney, um, she says, miserable in Washington. Oh, honey, I understand that. Phoenix Girl, Storm Janizek is in the building. Storm uh, emails me a lot. We keep in contact. Um, I wish I could answer her a little bit more often. Sean Brock from OHIO. Judy Masters says, good, happy Wednesday, everybody. I appreciate that. Thank you for joining in. Debbie Camara from Maine. Um, a neighbor of mine, Rhonda Crum. Uh, thank you very much, Rhonda. You know that uh, you are very much appreciated, and uh, you know I appreciate uh, what you do for me as well. Amanda Collins tuning in from the Sunshine State of Florida, where I just came from a few days ago. Danielle Greenwell, also from OHIO, Ohio. I don't know if I can even say Ohio without spelling it, but that's how I do things. Uh, Karen Hevner, or Hevner, I should say, from from Charlotte, North Carolina. Who else? We got Judy Bailey. Says hello dude. Well, hello, dudette. Thank you for joining in. Uh, Tammy Brew from, uh, <laughs> she said the state of Whitmer, Whitmer Michigan. <laughs> Sharon Carpenter from Ohio as well. How you doing, Sharon? Cheryl Grote from Oregon. How you doing? Oregon, Oregon. Sometimes I say it wrong and I'm sorry for doing that. I guess it's just my accent if I even have one. Uh, ta- uh, Tony Hansen. From uh, Wisconsin, the cheese state of Wisconsin. I love that state. Brian Hoover from Pennsylvania. We always have a lot of people from Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. So I want to th- I want to shout out those states. Thank you guys all very much. Robert T. Senior. We're gonna give a few more shout outs quickly here. Lori Haslip, how you doing? Laney Davis says, Hey, 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 Patriots. How you doing, Laney? And one more. Let's give it to Tammy Lightheiser from also Ohio. Thank you very much. Oh, what did, hold on a minute. We got to see, uh, Marita Cogburn says, I called the Kentucky governor today and left a nasty message. And that's what we need to do. We not necessarily leave nasty messages, although if it was warranted, then God bless you for doing so. What I'm saying is we need to get involved, ladies and gentlemen, getting involved and calling our representatives, calling our governors, calling our elected officials. That's what we need to do. Um, Becky uh, Becky Ferk says, South Dakota here. South Dakota, right behind me. We just need to add that last little face to the actual mountain there in South Dakota, and uh, Mount Rushmore will be finished. Uh, Robert Walker says, MAGA, MAGA, MAGA from North Kakalaki. Actually, I, I, I added that last part, but whenever I see North Carolina in the building, I like to say North Kakalaki. You know what I mean? All right, guys. 
hit that thumbs up button. We got about 1,200 people in here, but we don't have 1,200 likes. That is how uh, YouTube works over here. I've, I've understood they, they work by the likes and obviously by the shares and copying the links and things like that. So please do that for me, folks, because we are force multipliers and it is the only way that we get the word out. It's the only way we get the truth out. And uh, since Facebook has decided to go downhill and literally destroy everybody on their platform, uh, this is what we need to do, okay? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to do what we always do and give our love, our honor, our attention, and our worship to the Lord uh, and Savior Jesus Christ. It is March 3rd, ladies and gentlemen. March 3rd, and we're reading from Jesus Calling and March 3rd, 2021, which is the year of our Lord, it says, I love you for who you are, not for what you do. Oh, I'm sorry, that's the morning section. We're in the evening. I'm sorry. Hold on a minute. We're moving to the evening. Let's move to March 3rd in the evening. <laughs> it says, I not only accept you as you are, I love you as you are. So not only are you accepted, as you are and who you are, but you are loved for who you are and as you are. Remember that because you were made for a specific reason. And you might think, ladies and gentlemen, this is me interjecting here. You might think that you feel depressed because of who you are. You might be overwhelmed because of who you are and what you are. But you have to remember that you are made from God and you are made especially in a very specific way. So you need to find whatever that is, if you haven't, and embrace that. It's then that you really grow wings and take off, okay? And it says, I died a criminal's death so I could adorn you with my own perfection. That's why, I, that's why bringing your thoughts to me is so important. It is my perfect righteousness that saves you. And it will never be taken away from you. And that is referencing Hebrews 10, 12 through 14 and Luke 10, 41 through 42. So let's go to those. In Hebrews it says, But when this priest had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. Since that time he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. Because by one sacrifice he has made he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. And then the Luke 10, 41 uh, and 42 says, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. And ladies and gentlemen, what that's really saying here is once you've made that choice, once you have made that choice to be one with God, once you've made that choice to, to, to give over everything and to be who you are made to be and to walk the path that God has made for you to walk, everything changes. Your priorities change. Your desires change. Everything changes. You are no longer self-centered. You are selfless. Once you realize why God made you and what God made you for, ladies and gentlemen, that is truly when life opens up, when opportunities open up, and when your eyes truly open up. Amen to that, Jesper says. Thank you. I appreciate that, buddy. And Stacy Mooney says, dump the masky pads. Exactly. Dump the masky pads, unless you want to wear them. Unless you want to wear them. If you want to wear them, that's all good. 
That's all good. That's why we have freedom, ladies and gentlemen. And that's also why we can agree to disagree. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this hat that was sent to me from Angel. So I called Angel today. I reached out to her and asked her if I could call her. And I, was to, and I, and I thanked her very much. But what I really wanted to do is find out how we could sell these amazing hats that she made. And how we could work together uh, because I'm, I want to promote small businesses so much. And we came to an, uh, we, we talked for an hour. And she told me, first of all, she said she was really nervous when I called her. And I said, don't be nervous. I'm you. And she goes, yeah, but you know how it is. You know, somebody that you watch, somebody that you, you know, admire, they call you. I got really nervous when you were calling. I said, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Let's talk. She told me, ladies and gentlemen, something that a lot of people have been telling me lately. And I never, never, ever, ever thought that God would put me in this position. But she said that she is, she's never, she was never raised uh, to be uh, in a relationship with God. She, and, but since watching the show, she's been vocal about God. She's been vocal about Jesus. Her family members and her friends said, when did you get so religious? And she said, it's not religious. She agreed that it's a relationship. It is so absolutely wonderful to hear people. You know what? More than donations and more than presents and more than surprises that people send me, having somebody tell me that I played a small part through God using me to bring them closer to God, to me, ladies and gentlemen, I never thought that I would be in this position. So that is the best present that somebody could ever give me is to tell me that for some way, in some way, shape, or form, I had a hand and them coming closer to God. Then I, I found out, and I hope, Angel, I hope I'm not... Uh, I hope I don't uh, say anything that's too personal, but I, I, I found out that uh, uh, her and her husband had... Uh, had uh, had, had, had you know retired, got away from their jobs, and and they and they were going to do this for a living, and then COVID hit. They bought the stuff, and then COVID hit. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, COVID destroyed them just like it destroyed everybody else. And I said, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. I said, we're I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna basically buy tons and tons and tons of these hats from you couple different colors, and then we're going to put them on my store, and we're going to sell them. So what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen, is we are propping up a small business. We're helping a small business, and I told you that every morning I wake up, I pray to God to help me. find, Give me something to do so that I can help somebody else, and God put angel in my, in my path. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be able to spread the wealth, spread the love, and we're going to be able to prop up and help her small business as she's sitting there at home, and, uh, and her husband had to go back to work. Her husband had to go back to work in order for them to get insurance. And we're going to be able to help her. And I'm just so extremely grateful and so happy and so appreciative to God Almighty. I dropped to my knees right here in the studio and I was just so happy. And you want to know the greatest thing about this hat? It's right here. Right here. It says... It gives Ephesians 6.11. I want to make sure I got that right. Ephesians 6.11. And, and, uh, and why she decided to put that on there, ladies and gentlemen, was very, very, I mean, when I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, I know that. I know that verse. I know that verse. It's referencing the armor of God that we say here all the time. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that an amazing story? Love, love, love you, Angel. Thank you to you and your hubby. And I am so glad that we're going to be able to help each other and that we're going to be able to help prop up uh, your small business in some way, shape, or form. You go, girl. Thank you so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right to it after we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Can I get an amen, everybody? Can I get an amen in the comments? All right, make sure you like, make sure you share, and let's get moving. The first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, well, I'm going to start naming the first story of the day, the first and foremost section, because the first and foremost section that I would like to put out today, ladies and gentlemen, is something that I would pay to see. I would literally, they could put this on pay-per-view and I would pay to see this. Jen Psaki, the pretend to be press secretary, circle back Jen Psaki. I ain't no circle back girl. Ain't no circle back girl. Well, in her case, she is a circle back girl. She's also a pretend to be press secretary, meaning that she doesn't do the job. She doesn't and hold a candle, ladies and gentlemen, to our to our to the real press secretary and the best press secretary that I've ever seen in my life, Kaylee McEnany. She Jen Psaki actually said today that she would be happy to take on. Are you ready for this? She said that she would be happy to take on Kaylee McEnany on Fox News. Now that Kaylee McEnany is a contributor for Fox News, you know that Fox News is sitting there going, oh, our ratings are so terrible lately. We've let down the conservative base so badly. We've let down Trump supporters so badly. We have bait and switched everybody and our ratings are so terrible. We need to set up an interview between Jen Psaki Pretend to be press secretary and the real press secretary, Kaylee McEnany. You know they're working on that. Jen Psaki put her foot in her mouth on that one because the reason she said it was because she had no intentions to do it anyway. And I guarantee you now there will be calls from every corner of the world to watch Jen Psaki actually take on Kaylee McEnany. Kaylee McEnany would eat her lunch. Kaylee McEnany would run those circles around her that she keeps talking about, circling back and circling back, except it wouldn't be Jen Psaki circling back. It would be Kaylee McEnany circling back after she slammed her one after another after another. There's no way, ladies and gentlemen, that Jen Psaki could ever ever debate, have a conversation with, or even have just simple dialogue with Kaylee McEnany without sounding like she was from the third grade. And that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. But Kaylee McEnany, even though she's tiny, she is a heavyweight when it comes to debating. She is a heavyweight when it comes to having political dialogue. And she would literally literally destroy Jen Psaki. It wouldn't even be a contest. So Jen Psaki, I think you bit off a little bit more than you can chew. And if I had him here, I will soon. You get the dumb, dumb award of the day because there is no way that you would be able to take on, in her words, Kaylee McEnany without looking like a dumb, dumb. So can we get some lollipops up there, uh, some lollipop emojis, because you get the dumb, dumb award of the day, Jen Psaki. There is no way, no way. And I can't wait for that to happen. Ooh, I would pay money. Oh, I would actually tune into Fox News to see that happen. Come on, man. <laughs> no way, ladies and gentlemen. No way. All right. Biden is extremely upset, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get a little serious. Resident Corn Pop is very upset. The, leg, the hair on his legs are not coming up and floating down. Kids are not sitting on his lap. And there's no conversation about cockroaches. Yes, Resident Biden is very upset. 
Why is Resident Biden upset? Well, he's actually upset for the same reason that Hollywood is upset and that the Democrats are upset. Every one of them are up in arms today. They are losing their minds, ladies and gentlemen, over Texas and Mississippi uh, governors coming out and saying that there is no more mask mandates and that all businesses can open up. Even AOC has chimed in with her 430 credit score and her 75 IQ and is extremely upset, ladies and gentlemen, that they are going to put the, the, the rest of the world at risk. Anybody who travels to Texas and Mississippi now is going to get the virus and they're going to bring it all over the world. Oh, resident Biden came out today and actually said that he said that it is a big mistake and we don't need any quote neanderthal thinking because it's completely absurd and then he said we need to continue to wash our hands he said with hot water duh like you'd wash your hands with cold water we've got to wash our hands with hot water and we need to wear a mask for god's sake he says they are so upset they are so extremely upset at the fact that governors have finally had enough states have finally had enough of their rights being trampled and they're opening up they are so mad but what about ladies and gentlemen the illegal uh, aliens that are coming across the border testing positive left and right oh we don't worry about them right what about the kids that you're still putting in cages joe who built the cages joe hey joe who built the cages? Huh? Remember when President Trump said that? What about the cages that, the, 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 that are facilitating these children that you're separating at the border? What about these people that you're letting over the border left and right? They are saying that February had, had, had more illegal aliens come over the border than in any recent months, ladies and gentlemen. And how many of those were COVID positive? Hmm? How many of those people are coming over in shipping containers that are COVID positive. Guess we don't care about those COVID positive. No, 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 no. It's only the COVID positive people that live in Texas or not even positive, the COVID potentially COVID positive people who live in Texas and the potentially COVID positive people who live in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, please do me a favor and share this video quickly. Get it out to your friends, text it to somebody, just copy the link and share it. We need to get our numbers up. And uh, because a lot of people, you know how people are, we live in a microwave society, ladies and gentlemen. People just don't have the, the, the desire to switch from one platform to another. But I know that there's thousands of people who miss life from America. We just got to guide them to the water. We got to bring them to the water. We got to bring them to that holy water, ladies and gentlemen. So I appreciate that. But yeah, they're extremely upset. And so is Hollywood and so are the rest of the Dems. Okay, let's talk about something a little bit more positive, shall we? Because even though that's funny, it's not positive. But here is some positive news. A bipartisan group of senators have signed on to a bill to strip Biden of his war powers. That means that resident Biden cannot be trusted with his power to be able to wage war against actual countries that could destroy us, ladies and gentlemen. So... A bipartisan group of senators have signed on to a bill to strip Biden of his war powers. Who are those senators? Well, I'll tell you who those senators are, ladies and gentlemen. On the Democrat side, we got Tim Kaine from Virginia. We have um, uh, Duckworth from Illinois. We have Senator Coons from Delaware. And we have Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois. 
On the, on the Republican side, we have Senator Young from Indiana. We have Senator Mike Lee from Utah. We have Senator Chuck Grassley from Iowa. And we have Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky. Those senators, four on each side, have signed on to a bill to strip President Biden of his war powers. And I could not agree more. Now, what I'm not sure of is if it's just President Biden or if it's every president to come after him. Because, ladies and gentlemen, that is what we do not want. We do not want somebody who actually has cognitive ability to be stripped of their war powers. We want what the Constitution actually says, that the President of the United States has the sole chief executive power over our military. However, and sometimes you get in these circumstances and these situations where you have somebody who doesn't even know where they are. And that's not me trying to be funny. That's me being factual. Sometimes you might run into a situation where you get to a president who literally has no idea even how to speak anymore and has a hard time getting through a Zoom meeting without bumbling, stumbling, and forgetting people's names and forgetting where he is, let alone on the world stage against adversaries that could actually nuke us and take us out within seconds. Okay? Richard Brooks says, does Trump still have the football? That's a good question. I highly doubt it. As much as I would like that to be the case, I highly doubt it. But maybe he does. None of us really know when it comes to that uh, deep. When it comes to that deep of uh, information, none of us really know, I guess. Denise Talcott says, shout us out. My kids want to hear. Denise, shout out to you. Hopefully your kids heard that. Hopefully it makes their day. I want to give a big shout out to you and your family. And you tell those kids to treat you good and to do what is right and respect you or else I'm going to come and I'm going to yell at them. All right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sure they're great kids. If they're conservatives, you're raising them right. I'm sure they're great kids. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. A Mississippi judge has ruled in favor of a new special election following overwhelming evidence of mail-in ballot fraud. This is in Mississippi, and the race in question was a Democratic primary held last year for aldermen, uh, for an alderman uh, seat. Now, that's not a huge seat. We're not talking about the, the, uh, the 2018, uh, or I mean the 2020 uh, presidential election. We're not talking about that. But still, this is a very important, a very, very, very important story to pay attention to. So, following overwhelming evidence of mail-in voting fraud, mail-in ballot voting fraud, the race in question was a Democratic primary for aldermen. And it was between... Um, it was between Robert Duvall, I wonder if it's the other, the actor, no, it's not him, and Nicholas Holliday. And nearly 79% of the mail-in ballots were deemed to be fraudulent. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Nearly 79%. Now, why is this case so important? Why is this story so important if it doesn't have anything to do with the, with the, uh, the national election? I'm going to tell you why. Because this judge actually sat down and took the case. This judge actually sat down and looked over the case and looked at the evidence. Something the Supreme Court has not done. Something that many federal judges have not done. However, ladies and gentlemen, if the Supreme Court would do its 
job, and if the federal judges would do their job, they would see more than likely the same kind of evidence. They would see the same trend as we see here, right here in the in Mississippi, in the small, small election seat of Alderman. This judge, shout out to this judge for actually taking the time to look at the evidence because the evidence is there all across the country. Sidney Powell has it. We have people like uh, um, Hoven Pulitzer that have it. We have people like Lynn Wood that have it. We have people like Mike Lindell that have it. We have people like Patrick Byrne that have it. We have all these people, Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis. Shout out Jenna Ellis for getting her own show, by the way, on Real America's Voice News. And I love that company. I love those people. I had I spent a lot of time with Real America's Voice News while I was down in CPAC, and you should watch them every day, all day. For a real source of news. But, ladies and gentlemen, all we have to do is look at the evidence. All these judges had to do, and all the Supreme Court has to do, is look at the evidence. If they look at the evidence, they would find the same thing, I'd be willing to bet, as this Mississippi judge found, and that's 79% fraudulent mail in ballots. We don't even have to look at the Dominion machines. The low hanging fruit is the mail-in ballots. The low-hanging fruit to overturn an election, ladies and gentlemen, is the uh, mail-in ballots that were allowed to happen because of COVID-19. Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to give a big shout-out to that judge because he took the time to do his J-O-B, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody said, who's, who's signaling the thumbs down? We got a lot of trolls who come in here. And they try to say bad things in the comments to get the show shut down. They did the same thing on Facebook. And can you imagine that life? Can you imagine that life? I, I know I'm, I'm getting away from the news here. But I just want to say this. Can you imagine a life where you wake up and you say, who can I cancel today? Whose life can I disrupt and ruin today? Hmm. I can't wait to get up and my life that I do not live... In my life that I do not have any kind of progress or success, I can't wait to get up and ruin somebody else's life. I'll tell you who says that. People that don't know God. So let's pray for them real quick at this halftime of the show. Lord in heaven, Father God, please help these folks uh, wake up and have a better day tomorrow. Help them wake up and do something productive that actually lifts themselves and lifts others up out of depression instead of stifling people and stifling freedom of speech. Lord, we pray for these people in Jesus' name. Amen. Right? That's all we can do. That's all we can do when we just keep plugging away. Governor Cuomo! <laughs> Failed Governor Cuomo, who should be in jail for manslaughter, came out and did what he thought was saving face today. He came out and he did a press conference today, ladies and gentlemen, that was absolutely horrendous. It was actually worse for him to come out and do the press conference than it would have been if he would have just shut his mouth and continued to be a failed governor and continued to let sexual allegations come out uh, about him and continue to let people gather more evidence and more proof that he should be guilty and tried and charged and tried as, uh, for manslaughter. He should have just shut up because what he did today was absolutely terrible. He came out today again, ladies and gentlemen, and this... Right here, I'm going to, here is Governor Cuomo apologizing. I'm sorry and I'm embarrassed that people felt this way. I'm sorry that they 
felt like they were sexually assaulted. I'm sorry that they felt like I harassed them in any way, shape, or form. I'm sorry that they perceived me of somebody who's got such high integrity. I wear a pin, he says. I wear a pin. And you guys can't read that pin, but on that pin it says high integrity. On that pin it says that I'm, I'm a good guy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, read the pin. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed that they must not have read the pen. No, he didn't say that. I'm making fun of him at this point. But that's basically what was said, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry that they felt that way. Instead of taking responsibility and saying, I'm sorry for doing it. I'm sorry that they felt that way. Look at the pen. I have high integrity. I wear it all the time. Don't you know? Man, I'm telling you what. And then he says he's not going to resign. Okay. I'm not going to resign. And his reason for not going to resign was because he was elected to serve the people. I'm elected to serve the people. You mean those people that died in the nursing home? You mean those 13,000 people that you stuck in the nursing home knowing that there was a COVID problem? Because remember when he came out and he blamed it on the staff? And then he blamed it on the people that he actually stuck in the nursing home? First he blamed it on the staff and then he blamed it on the people. He blames everybody but himself. They did it. They did it. She did it. She did it. I'm sorry you felt that way. Look at the pin. What? Take some responsibility, you disgusting human being. Take some responsibility and say you're sorry and move on. You're third. You're get this. His approval rating last year when he won his Emmy. Remember that? His approval rating was 79% last year when he won his Emmy. You know what his approval rating is right now? 38%. 38%. The same approval rating that resident Biden has amongst independents. 38%. But look at the pin. The pin says I didn't do it. Those people that I stuffed in the nursing home, they're the ones that did it. Not me. Somebody just said Alabama just opened up. Stacy Mooney, thank you very much. She says Alabama just opened up. I knew it. Courage is contagious, ladies and gentlemen. Once one goes, they all go. Once one goes, they all go. Great news. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. Speaking of people who um, we have just lost all faith in, Mike Pence, former vice president. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I almost choked there saying that. Former vice president, Mike Pence, former governor of Indiana, Mike Pence, former somebody who I thought was a man of God, former somebody who I thought was just an amazing person until I seen that he had no courage whatsoever, he comes out today and makes a statement. He breaks his silence, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time since he did not follow the Constitution, for the first time since he decided that he was going to ignore all of the election fraud, for the first time since he actually had the power to... to, to actually only take the slate of electors that were given by the state legislature under the Constitution, ladies and gentlemen. He breaks his silence today. And what does he say? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't come out and say he's sorry. No. He doesn't come out and say that he made a mistake. No. What does he come out and say? He comes out to say that the Democrats um, with the H.R. 1 bill, and while I agree with him, while I agree that this is a power grab, this is a power grab and is completely unconstitutional, this H.R. 1 bill, which I completely agree. You're going to come out and say that, Mike Pence? 
After what you did to us, or actually what you didn't do, I should say, after what after the, the 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 fraud that you ignored, after the illegalities that you ignored, after going against the Constitution, and after literally bailing on the one man that gave you a national spotlight, now you're gonna come out and you're gonna lecture the Democrats about election integrity? Oh, Mike Pence, you get the second dumb, dumb award of the day, you dumb-dumb. You dumb-dumb, you have zero political capital. You will never be able to run for anything ever again. You won't even be able to run for dog catcher in Indiana. Now, I'm not, as a human being, hey, you're probably a good person. I don't know. You are a child of God, so I don't want to make fun of you on a personal level. However, I do want to make fun of you and call you out on a professional level because that is something that you definitely were not, sir, was professional. That is something that you definitely lack is professionalism because you walked away from a guy. You were not loyal to a guy who gave you everything. You were not loyal to the Constitution. You were not loyal to the people who elected you to be the vice president. You were disloyal every way you want to cut it. Every, every way you slice that cheese, you were not loyal. And you want to come out now? You want to come out now, Mike Pence, and make a statement? I defended you. I take this personal. Because you all know, you watched me. When I was getting 20,000, 30,000 people watching live, I was defending you while people were telling me that I was crazy because Mike Pence was not going to do it. Mike Pence was not going to stand up. I said, no, guys, no, he is a man of God. There's no way, ladies and gentlemen, that he's going to do this. There's no way he's going to be disloyal against President Trump. There's no way he's not going to go by the Constitution. Because every bit of everything should have, he should have, he should have done what I just said. By the Constitution, by the law, by, by, by just tradition. And he decided not to do it. And, may, and I felt like a fool. I felt like a fool. I felt like somebody that was getting cheated on for months and I was the only one who didn't know it. That's what I felt, ladies and gentlemen. I felt completely disgusted. I felt uh, uh, alone. I felt left behind. And that was, that's me being butthurt. That's what I'm going to tell you right now. I was, I was completely hurt. By what Mike Pence did. And now you want to come out and lecture somebody about election integrity? Stay where you are. Stay in your hole. Nobody cares. You're never going to be elected again. You have zero political capital. And nobody's going to rush to get an interview from you if they see you in an airport. You betrayed us. You betrayed me. And you betrayed everybody that's watching this show right now. And you betrayed everybody that's going to watch this show later on. And you know it. And we know it. You might as well just lump yourself right in with this guy. Stepbrothers. You might as well get an apartment together and suck on dum-dums all day. Because that's all either of you will ever be. You folded like a lawn chair, like a lawn chair young uh, old man. I, should, I almost called him young man. Alright. Moving on from that. Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, I talked to you a little bit yesterday about the CFO of Facebook because the CFO came out and he said that the reason, ladies and gentlemen, that Facebook's growth is the, at its worst that it's ever been and why people are leaving left and right and the reason why investors are mad and the board is mad isn't because of censorship. It's because of the vaccine, which I still don't know what that means. I still don't know what that means. But on the heels of the CFO coming out and saying that they're experiencing their slowest growth ever and people are leaving the platform left and right, they now announced that they will uh, finally allow political ads to start up again on March 4th. 
They are finally going to allow political ads to start on Facebook again on March 4th. Gee, do you think it has anything to do with the fact that everybody's leaving left and right? Now, I wouldn't have left. I would have stayed there because when you do this kind of stuff, ladies and gentlemen, let's face it, you need all outlets as you can get. You need the Facebooks. You need the Twitters. You need the Parlors. You need the Freedoms. You need all of them. You need YouTube. If you do what I do, you need them all. So don't think that I didn't want to be there, even though it is a cesspool. But then I went back after they evicted me. I went back. And that's when I found out exactly how bad that place was. That's exactly when I found out how bad that place was. Because they started coming after my wife. And you should have seen some of the, the messages that, that they sent her. I felt so bad for my wife. My wife is the most wonderful, most uh, supportive person on this planet. She never gets involved in anything. And you should have seen some of the stuff, man. What a toxic place that, that place is. Ah, so anyway, somebody said, where can I buy this hat? You'll be able to buy it on my website in a couple weeks. And we're going to try to push it faster than that. But uh, it's an awesome hat. And I just want to shout out Angel again. So we'll have those there again. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got another dumb, dumb award to to give. Earlier, we gave it to uh, a Democrat and a conservative. Today, we've given it to a Democrat and a conservative. But now we're going to add a traitor into the mix. Eric Swalwell, you know, the guy who gave secrets to a Chinese spy who he was sleeping with named Fang Fang. Remember her? Fang Fang? Eric Swalwell comes out and says that CPAC was an insurrectionist reunion. That's right. Somebody called him Fartwell. (laughs) Fartwell. That's great. Anyway, Eric Fartwell comes out (laughs) I just think the word fart is funny. That's just me. I'm being immature. But anyway, Fang Fang and him had an illustrious uh, uh, love affair uh, in which she got uh, American uh, secrets from him. And he gave, so he's a traitor. Yep, he's a traitor. But yet, Nancy Pelosi, they, he's he's Nancy Pelosi's little lap dog. She's, you know, so she's got him on all the committees. He gets all the intel, even though he gave it to China through a sex affair. Anyway, anyway, long story short, he comes out and says that the CPAC convention was an insurrectionist reunion of people who encouraged the capital breach are you kidding me right now you're gonna come out and say anything about anything fartwell (laughs) i'm gonna start calling him that i don't know where that came from i don't know where where you came up with that but i like it so he took she fang fang took all these secrets back to china and he's still on committees matter of fact he's not only still on committees ladies and gentlemen he was one of the people of the impeachment managers who, who was who was uh, the failed the failed second impeachment against Owen? You know Owen, Owen too, President Donald Trump. Uh, so I don't know. He gets enough. He he's a, he breaks the tie. So the so the Democrats get the dumb dumb uh, uh, win of the day. He breaks the tie, ladies and gentlemen. He's the third dumb dumb award of the day. Oh, he farted on. <laughs> That's right. He farted on air. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that, that he farted in an interview. That's why you call him Fartwell. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Oh, woo, that hurts. Uh, we're having some fun tonight, ain't we? Oh, I forgot all about the fart, the famous fart gate. 
Speaking of gates, uh, we have an update on StageGate. And if you don't know what StageGate is, ladies and gentlemen, the Hyatt Hotel and the Democrats actually came out and said that the CPAC stage rep uh, resembled Nazi insignia. And it wasn't a Nazi swastika like all of us know. No, it was an insignia that I'd never even heard about, ever, <laughs> ever. Never even heard of this Nazi insignia. But apparently, they'll dig up and they'll find anything. So we talked about this the other day. They came out, even the Hyatt came out and said that the stage resembled uh some kind of nazi insignia so now we got stage gate but ladies and gentlemen there's an update on stage gate are you ready for this are you ready for this <laughs> oh. the democrats the crazy cancel culture people and the hyatt made up this story that the cpac stage looked like nazi insignia but here's the catch the stage was designed by a company called Design Foundry. Design Foundry actually is a company that has worked with Resident Biden and MSNBC many, many times to create stages and backdrops for them and their speeches and their news events. As a matter of fact, they've used them so many times that people were thought that they were just a company that belonged to MSNBC. But they have been used by resident biden and msnbc multiple times isn't that just perfection isn't it awesome when their narrative just blows up in your face ladies and gentlemen design foundry were the people that were hired to design the stage and it had no way shape or form any kind of resemblance to any kind of nazi insignia that is fake news and it's just been debunked because we found out who designed the stage don't you just love truth don't you just love truth? Don't you just love when you dig and you find a little bit of truth that you can spread to the world and the world knows that the fake news struck again? Oh, no wonder they booted me from Facebook. They must hate me. They must hate my guts. Whew. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Design Foundry. Look them up. Now, moving on to a, to a, to a guy that I, don't, I have mixed feelings about. I have mixed feelings about him. But I honor him for his service. I thank him for his service. And I pray for him and his family. And I pray he's not a rhino. But Dan Crenshaw has introduced a bill that would prevent any future lockdowns and tying state relief funds to reopening plans. Ladies and gentlemen. So I do want to applaud Dan Crenshaw. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of his. But I, but I, but I'm, I don't dislike him either. He's just done some things that I'm like, oh, I'm going to separate myself from that. But he did come out, ladies and gentlemen, and he did do this. He's introduced a bill that would prevent future lockdowns and tying state relief funds to reopening plans. So here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. States have the power to do this anyways. The states have more power than the federal government. Now, I understand that he's trying to get this passed on a federal level, but if we just realize, the sooner we realize that the federal government has no power over a state other than to give them funds or withhold funds from them, the better off we will all be, okay? The better off we will all be. We need to understand that the states have more power than the federal government. So we could do this on a state level anyway, but I applaud Dan Crenshaw, and I will give credit to where, where when credit is due, and I will say shout out to him for introducing a bill that could be done on a state level anyway. Hey, he's a rhino. Hey, I get it. I get it. 
But that was a good move. That was a good move. All right, ladies and gentlemen, remember we talked about uh, that idea that, uh, that was given to me about uh, putting a um, uh, shout out to Idaho. Bri- Brianna Merrick says, shout out to Idaho. All right, shout out to Idaho. Um, remember that idea that we talked about, about building a directory of small to medium-sized American businesses, American-made products, American businesses trying to get up off the ground, trying to stay afloat during COVID and during all these lockdowns. Matter of fact, this right here is a small business, and I can't wait to start selling these hats and getting some money to that small business. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I talked to my web guy today, the guy who built my website. He's actually rebuilding my website to be faster, to be more streamlined, and to be more cleaned up. Now, it will look very similar to the way it is now, but it will be a lot better for everybody. It will be a better experience for all of you. And I got him right at the right time because as he's rebuilding this, I said to him, hey man, we have a great idea. We want to build a directory inside the website. He said, what kind of directory? He said, what kind of directory are you talking about? I said, a directory of small to medium-sized American businesses from any state, whether they sell online or whether they don't sell online because we have people who watch us from all over. And these, ben- these businesses could benefit from this. This was one of the greatest ideas anybody's ever sent me. You know what he said? He goes, I've actually done this before. He said, this is what we need. So if you guys have already emailed me um, with the header American Business to Promote or American Small Business in capital letters so I don't miss it when I'm going through the tens of thousands of emails, I put you guys in a folder and I'm going to send all that information to him so that he can put it on the new page. Now, he's going to get this up very soon, ladies and gentlemen. This is part of us working together. This is what the Democrats do that we've never done. So I'm going to do my part, and I'm going to uh, let you guys use my website in order to to facilitate this great idea. All right? I think this is amazing. So this is what we need, okay? And if you've already sent your, your, your business and you haven't sent these following things, please send it again, okay? And everybody's saying you're awesome, Jeremy, but it wasn't me. It wasn't me who did this. This was, this was a great idea from Patriots, okay? What we need is... The name of your business, a quick description of what your business is and the state that it's in, and a link to a website. Now, it doesn't have to be a website. It can be an Etsy. It can be an eBay. Whatever it is that sells or shows your product, please send that. And over the course of the next couple weeks, we will build this directory and we will continue to add to this directory. So that that way, when you come to my website, not only will you be able to watch videos not only will we be able to listen to podcasts not only will we be able to listen to the hip-hop patriots music the maga music not only will we be able to donate and buy things from the store but you'll be able to go there and find businesses that are american businesses that you can help prop up i think that ladies and gentlemen is going to be a great great experience for all of us, and it helps us all out because I guarantee you that most of the people watching this page, watching this show t- right now and later, uh, will um, will benefit from that. Will benefit from that, especially if they have a business, or if, even if you know somebody who has a business, talk to them and get me that information, and we'll get it on there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So I can't wait. And by the way, these ha- not only the hat, but also American sunglasses will also be available available on my store, hopefully within the next couple weeks. So you can buy them both and represent. You know what I mean? So, ladies and gentlemen, we're growing. We're getting bigger. I'm buying a, an, another new computer because this one didn't have the power so that we can facilitate doing the glitz and glamour 
with all the stuff and bringing people in on interviews, we're only growing. And we're growing because of you. We're growing because of your shares. We're growing because of your likes. We're growing because of your financial support. If you're a monthly donor or a one-time donor, please consider to do that if you can. And ladies and gentlemen, together, we will make America great again. Remember, the best is yet to come. That will conclude tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen. Again, please share when the video is done. Get it over to Facebook so everybody knows. Remember, there's a right way. There's a wrong way, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you, ladies and gentlemen, are children of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. We are your host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening, ladies and gentlemen. See you later. Rebirth of America Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America